Welcome to Nurture Small Business, creating a thriving space with your host, Denise Kagan. Denise is the president of DCA Virtual Business Support and has been a business owner for almost 20 years. DCA Virtual Business Support provides small businesses with an expert pairing of virtual administrative and marketing assistance to match your needs. Learn more at dcavirtual.com. Shaili Hakimian helps you become unforgettable to your business referral network. She helps you bring your reputation online via one-on-one social media guidance, clarity, and accountability. She is your bridge between your business networking and your social media manager. Shaili is an accomplished speaker and has spoken at Trunk Club, Fiverr, State Farm, Notre Dame, University of Illinois, DePaul University and University of Chicago. Let's welcome to the show Shaili Hakamian of Your Social Media Sherpa to talk about turning your social media network into a referral generator. Hey, Shaili. Hi, Denise. Thanks for having me on here. I know you yourself have built your business over many, many years with many, many people. So I'm excited to have this chat with you today. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I'm believe you bring a wealth of knowledge to our listeners. So let's jump right in and tell me what, if I'm going to be noticed, what are the easiest things I can do to shine on LinkedIn? Oh, well, LinkedIn is an amazing thing. I think so many people are like, oh, do I need LinkedIn? I'm not looking for a job. What do I do? Uh, A lot of service-based businesses, especially those B2B service-based businesses, LinkedIn is your billboard to your entire network on what you do and how you can help people. So step one is updating your profile and putting information in there that tells people what you solve for other folks. So to give you perspective on this, let's say, Denise, I bumped into you at a networking event or like you said, I think you said you've been in BNI, in the BNI world before, right? Yes, you meet- just about every network I've been in every, at some point. Right? You've been to every networking group. Let's say you met somebody like two years ago who wanted some more of your services, but maybe at that moment, they didn't need to hire you. We know that every great business opportunity comes from someone knowing you for a while or building trust or referral, but that person can now be connected with you on LinkedIn. First thing they're going to do is they're going to see your profile. Maybe your profile has more information solving a problem that they might have. That's step one. The second thing that happens is they become your new follower, your new connection. Every time you post something on there, it reminds them that you are awesome at what you do. So that way, let's say you met somebody two years ago, you can still network with them without having to make a phone call to them, without seeing them at a networking event, without having to put them into your CRM and having to manage that relationship. Your social media allows you to do that with all those people you met over the years. So the more you network, the more you've built relationships, the more contacts you have, the more you can stay in touch with those at folks at scale using your LinkedIn. That's part one. Uh, <laughs> that's part one of this, Denise. Uh, there's lots of goodies on there too. Uh, Have you worked with a lot of people on LinkedIn or their profiles or anything like that? I have not specifically, though. We definitely do outreach on LinkedIn. So it's interesting that, (laughs) you know, when you and I chatted, LinkedIn was one of the first things that came up. So what types of content should a person be sharing on, on their LinkedIn profile? So when it comes to the profile, it would be like what you solve for folks. So the easiest thing I tell people on on what they solve is is what questions are you getting on sales calls all the time? So I know you work with a lot of real estate agents, right? So like what are the questions they're asking you when they're we're potentially hiring you to do their their LinkedIn marketing and their social media marketing? Those kind of questions are probably ones that other people who don't know who you are are asking themselves too. So I would put in like 
we like if if that's your target market let's say real estate agents what are the like one or two things that they are most struggling with that you understand that they don't yet understand that they need to understand and that would be like the first two lines of your profile i see i see you you're thinking of those questions right you already know yes. right Denise? <laughs> so so like that those first few lines of your linkedin summary are are huge because you might write like here's my contact info here's more about my business but if you don't get them to click see more on the first couple lines of your summary they'll never know what the heck you do. It is your landing page for your life. It is not only a way that they can build personal connections with you, it's a way for them to understand that you understand them better than they understand themselves. So I would look into like, what is the biggest problem you solve? Uh, and then what are some other examples of like how you can help them and where you can take them? That's always where I go uh, for examples on LinkedIn. And so then kinda, yeah, go for it. It kind of goes back to start with why. Start with your sure. why you know, and do the same on your LinkedIn profile and share regularly is what I think I'm hearing you say. I love that. You know, there's a lot of, there's a, Simon Sinek is a really interesting character for sure. Uh, there is, there is a connection there. They can definitely make more connections with your why, but also too, like, and I think I'm sure you know this, but I think when I was starting out, this was a hard thing for me to click is that so much of like marketing, especially in the business world, it's like you have, and, and honestly everywhere, it's like you have, people want to think of themselves when they're reading your profile. They want to be indulgent. They want to feel like they've been understood. And a lot of times profiles are, Hey, me, 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 I do this. I do that. I'm a mortgage broker. I'm a financial guru, whatever planner, but it's also like, okay, but like, why me? Like, I, I remember this was kind of cool. I met a financial planner who is very into like environmentally friendly funding of, of organizations. I'm like, well, that's way more specific and interesting than I'm just a financial planner. So like, you got to go more in depth. You got to go more in detail. And I think that maybe that is where the why connects, right? Where's the passion that infuses into the work that you do? And most people, unless they're on a phone call or a Zoom or a podcast with you, they never hear why people care about their business. Maybe if they get on a phone call with you, but that's the stuff that bonds us to one another. So I use that profile, whether it's a job seeker or a business is that that is the way to facilitate a conversation and a way for them to get to know you because they'll never have worked with you in the past. Maybe they know someone you've worked with before, uh, but they'll never have that experience. So your LinkedIn is essentially your handshake for them to bond with you. So let's assume that, you know, uh, somebody, a business owner did not have time to do this on their own. Sure. They're going to reach out. They're going to get a social media manager somewhere. Can you talk a little bit about the relationship that should exist between this business owner and the social media manager? So I would say this, this is the thing that I see happening is that the business owner, a lot of times will say, Oh my gosh, I see social media is a really big deal. Let me hire someone and they'll help me get leads or they'll get me business or they'll get sales. And then they go and they hire someone and you know, the social media manager posts on a regular basis as they should. And then, you know, sales don't come in and the business owner is thinking, Oh, social media is a bad investment. I don't like it. It's not good enough. And all this kind of stuff. And I think what they don't understand is that a social media manager in the most basic level, you know, the freelancer, 20, 30, $40 an hour, like they're a lot of times they're not a strategist. They are more of an admin. They can make creative content. They can schedule it out, which is a huge headache that you don't want as a business owner to take on sometimes. And they can come up with content for you. But what they're missing and what business owners don't realize they need to hand over to the social media manager is some sort of strategy or some sort of um, information that's going to feed uh, that content. And a lot of times that content is going out to the abyss. There isn't sort of any sort of research on who they're targeting. There aren't good followers. And it's just like kind of pray, spraying and praying, which I never love. So what, <laughs> so what, like, I'm sure Denise, you probably get a lot of business from referral, I imagine, right? We do. 
So imagine, this is where I think those connect, this is where I know these connections need to happen is that you have this entire network of referrers. And so I'm sure your clients do too, but how are you staying in touch with them? We can't get on the phone calls every day. We can't always personally email everybody. So that's where you need to make sure that all of the, the past relationships you've had uh, are, are on a platform where you can put out content that they need most. So a lot of times, I imagine a lot of the people you've worked with in the past are following you on LinkedIn. So you've already got an audience of people who are engaged and what your LinkedIn does is engage those people. And remember that, Denise, you are an option for them or their friends. And that's usually the easiest way to get new clients. And I think so many people are spending their social media efforts, like hoping for somebody random to fall from the sky into their lap. And that is really hard. And marketers know this doesn't just happen. So why are people doing their marketing efforts as if that's a real thing when we all know that we get business by referrals? That's the biggest part. So we have to match the, the, you need to give the contacts and your brain to your social media manager to integrate into what they're promoting and posting. Without those resources, it's going to be much more difficult to get referrals. So that's where I love to try to translate those two worlds for each other. Because social media managers don't always understand business owners and vice versa. So I want to be that bridge so that they can get more out of that person's hard work and energy. So it sounds like you create that strategy. So yes, part of it is that I create that strategy, but also too, is that there's a huge knowledge gap for business owners on how social media relates to what they're already doing. I, when I was starting out freelancing, they're like, well, I don't know if I need social media. I usually get my business by referral. And it's actually the same thing. It is hundred percent <laughs> the same thing, except scalable. Like who, like what, imagine like, like a sales dude just calling a hundred times a day. Like that's not scalable, but your social media is a way to get in touch. So I'm a big fan of the inbound. But yes, that, that's a big piece of this. I've told so. people for years, social media is just an extension of networking. I have it told is. them that. It, they, have, they did not take it to heart until COVID because now it's, they have no choice but to do these things mm-hmm. virtually and not in person. Yes, I'm sure you, you've <laughs> been going to lots of like, online networking events, I imagine too, right? Mm-hmm. That's a big thing. Are you connecting or are you finding people reaching out to you? Or are you reaching out to people while you're on those calls or... I know I creep on their profiles all the time. <laughs> I usually do it right afterwards. I don't do it on there because I'm concerned I will miss something. <laughs> oh, you're so classy. I love it. You're like, you know, I want to make sure I'm paying attention. I'm over here like, oh, like, oh, I see. Okay, I see Denise is in there. Let me go look at her website. Oh, she does this. Oh, that's really cool. I had, you know, it's, it's you never know who's going to be on your call and, and what possibilities there. Uh, who was I going to say? Oh, uh, so, you know, Pat Flynn, I imagine, right? I don't. You don't know Pat? Okay, so wait. So Pat Flynn is like this guru, entrepreneur, podcast, I don't know, legend. I met him at a podcasting conference a few years ago. I didn't know who he was then, but magically he shows up on one of my networking calls. And I'm sure nobody in the room knew how big of a deal he was. And because I knew his name and I, you know, I, I researched him, I, I figured out exactly who it was, which I already knew at that time, but... But like it opened up a conversation there that most of these people missed out on uh, a chance to network with someone really cool. But unless they Googled him or they researched him, they would have never have known that. So it helps me filter through the people to see who might I really want to connect with. So that's, that's a hot tip with virtual networking events. Look up who they are because it can start a great conversation. You never imagined was possible. Absolutely. So Shiley, tell me, how yeah. do you get business now? So I also get my business from referral networks and also putting myself out there in various different places. So it was fun. I got uh, a little bit of business from a a podcast I was on a while ago and that was really cool. And I said, thanks podcast. That's awesome. Uh, But for me, it's posting on LinkedIn. It's, it's everything that I've kind of described here is that I post 
Uh, I actually just revealed on LinkedIn today that I post only once a month on LinkedIn, but every time I post, everybody like I've ever like kind of connected with on LinkedIn or have a personal bond with sees that content and is aware of what I do. And with two years of that, it fills the gaps that I never would have had a chance to talk to them about. They know that I do social media in some capacity. They know that I give LinkedIn tips all the time. They know all of this stuff because they see it pop up on their feeds. Uh, So that's a great way to start conversations with people that I haven't seen in a while. And sometimes they're like, oh, wait, Shiley, you know, Every, without a doubt, every time I post, somebody messages me and be like, oh, you know, I thought of this person for you, or do you do X, or do you do Y? And a few of those pay off, and it's really nice. Uh, so I can definitely say that uh, one of my, I would say one of the four main areas that I've gotten clients is from LinkedIn. So I'm really grateful. And it's because I'm able to re-engage my referral network. Um, yeah. What's, what's thriving for you right now? What's the hot area for you? Are you putting, (laughs) or facilitator of more conversations? We, yeah, absolutely. So, um, we do the same. I mean, we're out there on social media. We post regularly to LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. I will say I've not gotten a lot of business, uh, Twitter doesn't seem to work so well for me, to be perfectly honest. It moves so fast. LinkedIn has been fantastic for immediate connections with business owners because we're a B2B company. And Facebook is great for general awareness. For sure. Can I I throw you a, a a Twitter insight here? Sure. So Twitter is, like you said, it is kind of hard to get traction on it. I will say the, the, the people that for sure could potentially go where they want to go is if you know the community you're serving and you found them on Twitter and you can engage with that circle, but it's, it's, it's a tricky one. It's, it's a hard battle. So I, I feel you, but here is what Twitter can do that no other platform can do is that it is your opportunity to get in touch with any company or almost any famous person that you want without the barriers of email or like getting hit it in their LinkedIn inbox or beyond. So because I like tag some cool companies, I was able to talk to the president of K-Swiss. Uh, I got some some posts liked by Elon Musk's brother, which was super cool. I've gotten retweeted by celebrities. I, I've been able to get in touch with internal staff at companies because every single one of those Twitter accounts that's run by a company has a lonely social media manager like me that's looking for attention from somebody, from somebody out there who wants to make a connection with them, whether it be a job seeker or somebody like even like I, there was a position or a contract I was looking into and I was like, hey, are you looking for X, Y, and Z? And I was able to get a response within less than a day. So it is a great way to get in touch with absolutely anyone. So if there is a business you're really targeting, look to see if they're on Twitter and you can say hello to them there. And I have tons of stories on this, but Mm, love Twitter for that purpose. I love that insight. (laughs) It's great. It is such a great way to get in touch with people. And who doesn't love like a fun message coming in front of them? Like I, I always, I tell the story of like, one TEDx talk I saw, right? This woman had like sparked my mind. I was like, she's so cool. She would never talk to me. She could never open a door for me. But at the same time, I was like, you know what? Let me just tell her thank you. And she replied to me, oh my gosh, you just made my day. And I am so thrilled. And who knows where she's going to end up in her life. But if one day like we cross paths somewhere, I'm sure that cannot hurt that I sent her some love when she was having a bad day. So you never know. Gratitude and love to people on Twitter. Like you never know who's going to see it. You never know what that's going to start. Awesome. I like that. I think kindness is always the way to go. So what else would you like to share with us about building your referral network on social? (laughs) Oof. Uh, So uh, I'm going to like, I know I didn't go into so many details about your bio, 
But if you are thinking to yourself, oh my gosh, I don't know if I should hire someone yet for my bio or whatnot, I would start small. Is that if you go on, let's say you go on LinkedIn every month, go on LinkedIn every month, add a thing about yourself that makes you stand out. Put a few personal details in your bio. It makes you so much more human. So many profiles I see are generic and boring and don't have any details or any value or any tips or anything about what you saw for people. So put in a little something every single month and then maybe every other week and then maybe every few days you add thing here and there. Eventually you'll have a full-fledged profile and it'll be fabulous. But if you want a little bit more inspiration right here and now, if you go to yoursocialmediasherpa.com, if you scroll a little bit, you'll get a uh, pop-up that says, get my favorite LinkedIn profiles for inspiration. And you'll get like, it's, I keep adding new ones, but there's like 20 profiles on there that I think are super interesting for a lot of different reasons. And it'll give you a great way to figure out where you can start with your LinkedIn profile. So you can kind of get moving on it. Because regardless of if you're posting on LinkedIn, people are going to look you up and they're going to vet you and they're going to judge you. I'm sure, Denise, you probably looked me up a few <laughs> times before today, right? I looked you up a few times before today. Absolutely. So you have a moment of attention. So you have to utilize that. So uh, look into the yoursocialmediasherpa.com for some profile inspiration and beyond. It's going to be super helpful to you. Perfect. And so that our listeners know how they can find you after the podcast, can you share um, how they should best reach out to you? Oh, that's awesome. So I am at Hakimian45, H-A-K-I-M-I-A-N 45 on pretty much every social media account. Uh, You can tweet me. Tweeting me is a very fun way to make connections. I am on LinkedIn, Shiley Hakimian. You can find me on there, yoursocialmediasherpa.com. If you want to look at my personal website, which has all sorts of different uh, tips I give away and inspiration on Zoom calls and beyond, I have lots of blog and fun stuff on there that's beyond my business. Uh, But yeah, I'm all over the web, shileyhakimian.com or at Hakimian45. Perfect. Shiley, it has been a pleasure. I love your energy. <laughs> I love <laughs> you too. <laughs> I love your enthusiasm. Um, you have been a fantastic uh, guest here today. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Oh, can I end on a quote here? Yes. Oh, great. I love this quote. I wish I had written it myself. Social media is about the people, not about your business. Provide for the people and the people will provide for you. Ooh, is that original? No, I wish. I feel like I wrote it, but I didn't write it. But I feel so connected to the quote. (laughs) I love it. I love it. (laughs) Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for joining us for today's Nurture Small Business, Creating a Thriving Space podcast. Learn more about your host at dcavirtual.com or by emailing her directly at denise at dcavirtual.com.